Welcome to day 311 of the New Way. Yesterday we talked about the arrest of Jesus in the Garden of Olives, and I ask you to think about Jesus telling the disciples to pack weapons and then telling them not to use them. I'll reread John 18, 10, and 11. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Jesus commanded Peter, Put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given to me? Jesus didn't fight. You see, Jesus has been learning and practicing submission ever since he was born. He had to learn to obey Mary and Joseph. He had to learn to obey his teachers and community leaders. But his primary submission was to God. You see, he was not really submitting to these earthly authorities. He was submitting to God's will for him. This step of allowing the arrest without fighting back was really surrendering his life totally into God's hands. He knew that to complete his assignment and provide salvation for you and me, he had to surrender and submit to God's plan and say no to self. We looked at this on day 307 and 308. We know that this was not an easy decision for Jesus. I believe that when he told the disciples to find swords in Luke 22:36, day 304, he was wavering. Is it a sin to waver? No. It's just another sign that he was fully human. But I believe that during his time of prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, he made the decision to choose God's will and accomplish what he came to do, even though he knew what it would cost him. He chose God's will over his own self. Because he has modeled what it looks like to trust God's plan, regardless of how scary or dangerous that might seem, it gives me hope that he understands our struggles to submit to his plan when it doesn't seem logical or wise or prudent to ourselves. So I praise him. I love him. That's why I feel completely willing to accept his plan for my life. Even though I often waver, I want to be fully surrendered to God. Are you willing to surrender your life totally to God's plan? I'll read Matthew 26, 55 through 56. In that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. 
But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. And I'll read Mark 14, 48 through 52. Am I leading a rebellion, said Jesus, that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me? But the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then everyone deserted him and fled. A young man, wearing nothing but a linen garment, was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. And I'll read Luke 22, 52 through 53. Then Jesus said to the chief priest, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. There's a humorous incident recorded in Mark 14, 51 through 52. Did you hear it? A young man wearing nothing but a linen garment was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. Historians believe that that young man was the very young John Mark, the writer of the book of Mark. He would have been a young teenager at the time of Jesus' arrest, and he, probably, was the only one to know about the incident. Everyone else was too busy running to protect their own lives. How many of the disciples ran for their lives? All and everyone are the two words that I found. Jesus was left alone by the men who just hours before had sworn to die for him. His best friends deserted him. We'll talk more about this terrible feeling of being deserted later. But because Jesus understands this feeling of being deserted and abandoned, he has recorded these scriptures just for us. I'll read Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I'll reread John 14.18. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. You need to know that if you have invited Jesus into your core, then because of Jesus' death and resurrection, you will never be totally alone. He promises to never leave you or forsake you or leave you comfortless. That's a promise you can depend on. In his service, Dale.